0: life audio hey friend heather creekmore here hope you had a wonderful thanksgiving holiday today i'm going to tell you all about my brand new book yep i'm gonna tell you what's in it we're gonna talk about some of the exercises in it we're gonna talk about how it could be the best next step for you on your body image freedom journey and we're gonna talk about the bonus i have for you If you buy it between now and the end of the year, Uh, something I'm doing special just for you. So I hope you will listen to find out more. Hey, also got to tell you, if you're ready to go all in, just go ahead and do my online course, the Body Mitch Freedom Framework. Sign up for the group coaching in January. You will not regret it. I cannot wait to have some of my fall course participants on the show to talk about their journey. I'm hoping they'll be willing to do that. (laughs) Maybe they'll just even leave me a little quote. Uh, But I, I can't emphasize enough to you how special freedom is. Like, I know you might be thinking right now, yeah, I kind of want freedom, but I kind of also like controlling food. <laughs> I kind of also like being in this safe space that I've always been in, like thinking about dieting and thinking about food. Like, I understand how it feels safe, but prison also feels safe. And I want you to be out of prison. I want you to be free. So that's why I'm creating all these resources for you. I know not everyone can afford to do the coaching and online course. I am giving you 30% off if you use the code THANKFUL just for this couple of weeks around the holiday season. It's my Black Friday special, but I know that's still not affordable for everyone, but that's why I produce this book so everyone can have a chance at getting on that new path to body image freedom. And I can't wait to tell you more about this new book in today's episode. So let's get to it. The pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Hey friend, well today it's my pleasure to talk to you about my brand new book, the 40-day body image workbook, Help for Christian Women Who've Tried everything. Is that you? Are you a Christian woman who's tried everything? Uh, That would be me. (laughs) I tried it all. I tried the diets that were called diets. I tried the diets that were called healthy living plans. I tried the counting and the tracking and the just exercise enough so you don't have to worry about food. And I've tried the intermittent fasting. I've tried the keto. I've tried the paleo. I've tried the low carb, I've tried the no carb, you name it, I've tried it. Oh, I was vegetarian or vegan, I guess it was. I was vegan for 24 hours, so I guess I can say I tried it, but it didn't really stick. Oh friend, are you tired of trying all the things? Let me just tell you that this book is dedicated to you, like literally it's dedicated to you. Here's the dedication, I'm gonna read the dedication from the book. It says to every woman, Who's ever ordered a salad when she really craved a burger, watched an infomercial, made the payments, and hoped for a miracle, bought an overpriced bottle of product that made her hair worse, or believed that pounds, inches, or skin elasticity defined her worth. You are seen, you are valuable, and you are loved. This book is for you. So maybe, maybe that's you. This book is for you. So let me tell you just a little bit about what you'll find inside. So the book starts with a fun quiz because who doesn't love a quiz? <laughs> so there is a quiz that you can take to see kind of how you're doing on your body image journey. And then there's 40 days worth of content. Y'all, it's, it's deep, <laughs> deep and wide. This is a rich book that goes many different directions on purpose to help you have a comprehensive view of a lot of the different things, a lot of the different factors that are going on in why you struggle with body, why you struggle with food. And I really, I start off the book day one, the title might strike you as a little weird, so I'm just going to explain it to you. The title is You're Like Abraham. And the reason for that is this. Okay, remember in scripture when Abraham's or when God is like, you know, to Abraham, like, yeah, you're going to like leave your homeland and you're going to go to a new place that I will show you. And God doesn't say to Abraham, like, hey, you're going to leave your homeland and you're going to go to this specific place and here's what you need to know all about it. Instead, God's just like, hey, you're going to trust me and you're going to go to a foreign land. And friend, the journey to body image and food freedom is a foreign land because so many women in our culture do not have body image and food freedom, right? They live and breathe body image bondage and whatever the diet trend of the week, month, year is. That's what they live by. It's not a life of freedom. But it's also super awkward to go to a place that's not that, because most of us have grown up with that. Most of us are comfortable with all the food rules around time and what we eat and where we eat and how we eat. Like, like that's our normal. So, really being cognizant of this truth. That body image freedom is not a normal for most of us. And so that's why I start with Abraham. Because what was Abraham known for? Like, what does the book of Hebrews tell us? Abraham was commended for what? His faith. Now, I do not want to minimize what faith is, right? Our ultimate faith is in Jesus. The gospel is not about food and body image freedom. The gospel is about finding freedom in Jesus Christ through what Jesus did for us on the cross, right? That's where our faith is placed. But ultimately, friends, I think this body image and food stuff distracts us from where our true hope and faith is. I think at least my story is my faith was in getting a better body. And then I thought I would be a better fit maybe in our culture. And I also thought that would give me rest and peace and joy and all those things that I longed for. And so my faith was kind of in the next plan working. It was in the next program setting me free. And that's not where our faith is to be placed. Right, so that's where the book starts. We talk about faith a little bit more day two when I talk about Sarah. We talk about the economics of worth, which is a principle from my new Body Image Freedom Framework course, too. How this is really about seeing that the world runs on a certain economy, right, where looking a certain way is valued but how Jesus's kingdom is upside down and the things that are valued in his kingdom are vastly different than the things that are valued in this kingdom. And so how do we understand our worth in this upside down economy? How do we change our economics? Right, As so we talk about that, we talk about things like body positivity and body neutrality, which I've been a little bit outspoken on before, but I go deeper into the biblical reasons as to why you don't think body positivity or body neutrality, I don't think either one of those is the answer for the believer who wants to be free from her body image issues. So that's all just week one. Then in week two, we dig into why do we have body image issues, Like, where has the struggle come from? And we look at influences in our lives that may have encouraged us (laughs) towards these issues. And we don't blame or shame anyone, right? But but there are people who may have said things or done things to us and contributed to this problem. And so recognizing them is an important step in freedom. We also talk about idolatry, right? Because, oh, goodness, y'all these ideals that we have for ourselves do become idols so easily i have a fascinating chapter on the history of body image idolatry oh you guys it's so good i go all the way back to rachel and leah remember when rachel stole the household items or idols excuse me remember when so uh, jacob is like i got to get out of here and he flees laban's house and he like, takes both rachel and leah his wives and and he takes all his kids and his flock of um, goats, I think, um, he takes them all and he runs away in the middle of the night and Laban chases after him. And when Laban catches up to him, he says, someone has stolen the household idols. And Jacob didn't know this. because So Jacob was like, well, if you find someone who stole your idols, like, you know, you can do whatever you want with them, um, meaning, you know, <laughs> harm would be caused to them. Let's put it that way. But he had no idea that Rachel had stolen them. And so Rachel actually sat on the idols to hide them from her dad, Laban, when he came looking for them. And then she told her dad that she couldn't get up because she was on her period. And Laban never found out. But Rachel had these idols. And it's always struck me as so weird. Like, why did Rachel take those idols? I mean, Jacob served the one true God. I'm sure she had heard about the one true God. Like, why did she need those idols. Well, those household idols were idols of fertility. And what did Rachel struggle with? Well, she struggled with getting pregnant. And it really shows her heart, right? Her heart, although maybe she says she trusted God or, you know, was trying to trust God, but oh goodness, it was too scary for her to leave those household idols behind and go 100% with God on this journey. Because maybe those household idols were helping her too. And so it's just fascinating. Also look at like the Greek and Roman um, goddesses, right? There were statues of them in in the Bible times in Corinth, right? They worshiped the goddess Athena, who had something to do with this beauty, sexual prowess concept, right? Idols have been around a whole lot longer then magazine and magazine covers and celebrity pop stars and the American Idol television show like idols have been around a lot longer than that the history of beauty and body idolatry is so so <laughs> long and what's fascinating when you look in the old testament further you can find that good kings in Israel try to get rid of things like called maybe you remember reading about the asherah poles right well there's a connection there to this goddess of beauty friend this is not a a new spiritual struggle it's old as the, <laughs> old as the bible so i think you'll find that super fascinating as well week 3 of the book. So we're talking about days 15 to 21. That's where I go to a place that I was really scared to go, honestly, in the book. And I'm going to tell you more about that right after this quick commercial break. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now, 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So in week three, I talk about food and I talk about how... So many of us have grown up in diet culture where we have learned how to interact with food in culturally acceptable ways and how it's borderline cult-like, right? Like I don't go that far, right? But culture's root word is the word cult, right? And a cult is simply a group of people that all believe the same sorts of things for the same sort of purpose, right? They're just aligned and they're kind of cloistered and they agree in this like strong belief in whatever, whatever it is. Well, friends, doesn't that sound a whole lot like diet culture? Right, there's these strong beliefs around food and around what is healthy for us, around what we should eat. But the crazy thing is, and this is what I challenged through this week of, you know, daily like workbook devotionals and, and content, I challenge that this is biblical right? I don't think the Bible holds the same negative view of food that our diet culture does. And what I think has happened is we have followed diet culture for so long. We've bought into all its trends. You know, like in 1990, I was not eating avocados to be skinny and eating plain bagels. But then in 2014, I was only eating avocados and a bagel would kill me, right? Like, oh, we have, have, we have whiplash. From all of these food trends, 1980s, remember, can't pinch an inch uh, on me because I'm eating special K. Like that's laughable to people following diets in 2023. Cereal, you can't get skinny eating cereal. Oh, but the science, the science, the science. No, the science keeps changing. And we're on this merry-go-round or roller coaster yo-yoing back and forth between what is good for us to eat. And I felt like give us time, let's just go to the Bible. Let's see what the Bible says about food. You know, we've been told over and over again that like we shouldn't be satisfied by food or maybe you're being more like righteous by eating food that doesn't taste good or pleasurable, right? Like that's even the words we have around food, like devil's food cake, right? It's devil's food because it's sinfully indulgent, right? And we use words like cheat when we eat food that's not on our plan. Cheating. It's like adultery, right? But should food be in that place? Is eating cookies the same as adultery? Is not eating cookies the same as righteousness and holiness? Well, friend, it's not. It's just not. So we dig into all that in the exercises in this chapter. I have you looking up scriptures so you can see exactly what the Bible says about satisfaction, what the bible says about food what the bible says about like how we're to eat and drink about good foods and bad foods about nourishment y'all it is it is deep and i think think it's going to really encourage you and help you if you're kind of stuck maybe with one fence in diet culture following your plan and one fence it or one fence one foot (laughs) one foot on one side of the fence and one foot on the other side of the fence thinking I really want to be free you know like the only thing that happens when you got a foot on each side of the fence is your crotch gets really uncomfortable (laughs) okay so I think this is going to help you on your journey in just a transformative way. Week four, we start to talk about your thought life. I dig into gluttony. I dig into fear around our bodies. I dig into fasting, black and white thinking, shame, all these Big topics that are important to those of us who struggle with body image issues. I go through each one and I give you journaling prompts. I give you specific suggestions of like things to do, like action, like try this today kind of things through most of these days so that you can start to find freedom. Week five is called A New View of You. And in this week, we talk about grieving your ideal body. We talk about body checking, what it means to live embodied, how self-love can be a distraction, how approval can not help us on this journey. Uh, we talk about the fact that you are a masterpiece, but what does that mean? My title in day 34 is your masterpiece, but it's not about the art. So I hope that one will really encourage you as well. And then finally, week six, I talk about thanking God for your body, what gratitude does, how you can live a life that is full. And full is an acronym I created that stands for focused above and unconditionally loved, living in freedom and living in fullness. And I talk about all those things. I talk about the soli Deo Gloria, which is the Latin for all glory to God, remembering where the glory goes. And then I end the book with a charge to not go back to Egypt. Now, that might be weird language for you, but let me just remind you what happened in scripture, right? So the Israelites are slaves in Egypt. And by slaves, I mean they are like working to the bone all the time. They have no control over when they can rest or when they can work. That is implied in slavery, and they're in bondage. And so God sets them free. He brings Moses to set them free and he walks them, does this big miracle, walks them over the Red Sea, parts the Red Sea for them, like kills a bunch of Egyptians that are following them and they are on their way to the promised land. They're in the wilderness. And what happens? The people start remembering egypt in a weird way they're like you know what at least we had good food there like we had vegetables and we had meat and and all they were getting in the wilderness at that point was manna it's okay like i can kind of get it right like if all i was eating was you know white bread (laughs) maybe maybe i'd be like please anything for a vegetable please anything for some fruit or some (laughs) i don't know (laughs) some hamburger but that wasn't really the problem. It was, the problem wasn't their cravings. The problem was that in some weird way, they convinced themselves that slavery was better than freedom. Right. And so I end this book kind of with a charge to not go back to the prison. Of diet culture and always focusing on your body and trying to fix your body and thinking that fixing your body won't be freedom, right? To not go back there, even though it's going to be tempting, don't go back there. So I dig into all of that in the last uh, chapter of this 40 day workbook. So that's an overview of what to expect. If you order the book between now and December 31st, I'm going to give you walking workouts now let me tell you what these are there is some science to this reality that if you walk while you're processing something it helps engage both sides of your brain and you process it a little bit better so this isn't a substitute for anything in the workbook right and it's not going to repeat the content of the workbook i'm not just reading to you the workbook pages that's copyrighted material this is going to be something different but I am going to walk with you and help you process some of what you're reading. We're going to talk about the scripture and I'm going to put music behind it. So you got a little bit of beat to walk to if that helps you walk a little a little more fun or <laughs> faster or whatever your, your goal is. So those will be available if you pre-order the book or order the book between December 12th when it releases and December 31st. And what you need to do is you need to go to improvebodyimage.com and then look for the tab for the 40-day body image workbook. It'll be under the books tab. Go to that page and you'll be able to sign up and get your bonuses that way. I'm excited for you to get your hands on this book. I really hope that you will grab some women and just make this what you do in January. Okay. Don't start a new plan. Don't resolve to go on another diet. Just grab a group of women and say, let's go through this. And I'll tell you, it's, it's going to take you longer than just 40 days to go through it. Okay. Um, because some of you are going to have to stop at certain days and just sit with it for a little bit. So don't think about it as a 40 day journey precisely, but you can think about it. So it's, it's 40 days is like six, six weeks. I would say plan on, you know, Maybe 10 weeks. Plan on committing to getting together for like 10 weeks. And that will give you a little bit more time to go deeper where you need to go deeper. And I'll have a guide available for you. So if you wanna split it up to go through it with a group, you can just follow the guide and that I'll provide for you. And that'll be on that um proofbodyimage.com, like the page for the 40 day workbook will it'll be there. And you can just download that and be like, okay, here's how we split it up. You know, between meetings, we're gonna first do these three chapters and then we're gonna do these five chapters and then down to these two chapters and, and that'll be a more reasonable schedule, I think, for you to work through the content. But I'm excited. I think there's going to be so many wonderful stories that come out of experiences working through the content here. If you are leading one of these groups of women, hey, let me know. Let me know how it's going. Let me know how I can support and help you in that. I'm always available for that. Heather at compare I want this to be a resource that is truly a blessing to you and your family and your friends. So look for more details on improvedbodyimage.com. Go to that 40-day book tab. If you want to just grab a copy, you can just go To Amazon, you can go to ChristianBook.com. Baker Bookhouse is selling the book, I think, cheaper than everywhere else if you're getting it before it comes out December 12th, if you're pre ordering the book is published uh, through Bethany House which is a, a Baker bookhouse imprint so you may want to go check that out also they do offer discounts for book orders so if you're getting a couple books you might want to do that through a Baker book house and save some money that way but I'm, I'm thank you for listening today and just you know getting all the information about this new book. I hope again that it's a blessing for you and I hope most of all like every time that something today has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. The Compared To Show is proud to be part of the Life Audio Podcast Network. For more great Christian content, go to lifeaudio.com. Our world can feel chaotic and uncertain